This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk. A Tuesday edition in the Barrow, a beautiful day. We'll talk some basketball and different things today. We've got a lot of stuff going on. This is the last week of the regular season in district baseball play. We'll touch on that a little bit. Right now, though, we're going to talk uh, with Ben Dodson, former Siegel boys basketball coach who's got a eerie but heartwarming story to tell us about. Ben, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Bonnie. Appreciate being here. Um, I believe when we talked off air, you said your last radio interview. I actually did it, what, six, seven years ago? Uh, about, yeah, five years ago. 2014, maybe? No. 2016, I believe. Yeah, 2000. Five, six years ago. Yeah, the coaches show on Saturday mornings. Um, you know, uh, you had some really good teams there at Siegel uh, back in the day, and um, we'll, we'll get into that and the the rivalry against Oakland. I think whether you you didn't even have to be an Oakland or a Siegel fan back then, I, everybody wanted to go see those games. But we'll get into that in a bit. You had a, a life changing event uh, last summer. Um, just kind of tell us all about it, Ben. Well, it was uh, June nineteenth. My daughter just turned five that day, and we were going to do a little shopping at Franklin for her birthday, and had a car accident. Don't remember too much of it. Uh, I was hit by an eighteen wheeler head on. Luckily, um, it wasn't straight head on. It he got more of the driver's side. Down the driver's side, uh, front of the driver car, down the driver's side. But anyway, uh, obviously, as I was in the front seat, buckled in, got hit. Looking at the pictures, I never understood why they, the back door was cut off and the front. I got knocked in the back seat. My daughter was in her car seat, and thank you to the heavens above and, and, and the good Lord. She was saved, not a scratch, not a anything to her. So I was blessed in that sense. And, of course, I was at the scene. I didn't think much of it. Went to Murfreesboro Hospital Medical, uh, Medical Center, emergency room. 
It's about 20 minutes later, their life lighted me to Vanderbilt. Didn't know if I was going to make it or not, so I was blessed. Uh, was in a coma for right at seven weeks. I had, I had to get a, I will say this wrong, I just called it trach, trachonomic. I don't know what they call it exactly, the medical term, but I had to have a tube hole put in my throat about the size of a, a dive. So they put a tube in my so I could breathe. So I had a little bit of anything and everything wrong with me. Yeah. Um, do you remember much about your time at the hospital? Um, not at Vanderbilt. Now, when I came out of a coma, they had to wait for the swelling to go down. And then I got pneumonia from all the tubes and everything. So then they had to put me in another self-induced coma. So when I got out, I was there maybe a week and a half that I vaguely remember. <laughs> Excuse me. And what I do remember was when I was awake, I had to pretty much tie my hands down because when I was free, I was pulling everything out. I had a tube in my nose, two tubes in my mouth, and one in my throat. And I had the IVs in my hands and just anything you could, any wires attached to me, I was pulling it out because I was freaking out. Uh, but I don't remember too much there, no. You know, you mentioned uh, pictures. Of course, we we did a story on you back um, a while, a good while ago, um, and you sent me some pictures. Uh, you wouldn't have thought anybody would have survived that. I'm gonna get emotional here. Sorry. Uh, I, I I don't know why I am. I look I look at those pictures and I look at my truck and I, I shouldn't be alive. But as I stated to you, sorry. God God just wasn't done with me. He's got a bigger plan for me and uh, and it's awesome. And, you know, January 6th, before, a year before the accident, or six months before the accident, I took Jesus back in my life of January 6th of 20. And it's been awesome ever since. And I tell people I'm just glad he didn't leave me where he found me. And I, I believe that God had everything to do with that. And then to know that my, my daughter wasn't touched, just amazing. Yeah, that, that in itself, too, is absolutely amazing. Again, we're joined today by Ben Dotson. He's the former boys basketball coach at Siegel High School. He was in a really bad car wreck back in the summer, and it, you can tell it's, it's an emotional deal for him, and, you know, especially – when you got your little girl with you. So, tell you what we'll do. We'll take a little short break. Uh, you're listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. 
Street is proud to bring back Jazz Fest on May 1st, starting at noon on the historic Murfreesboro Square. Food trucks, an interactive kids' alley, local talent, including student and professional bands, will all be there. This is a free family event, so bring your chairs, your family, and friends, and come out on May 1st at the Murfreesboro Public Square for Jazz Fest. Presenting sponsors, First Bank and T-Mobile. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. We've got Braves Cubs baseball for you this evening on News Radio WGNS. On Wednesday, we head to Riverdale as the Warriors take on Stewart's Creek in baseball, a big final week of district baseball action. Wednesday night, 5.50 airtime, Stewart's Creek at Riverdale. On Thursday night, we head to Siegel as Oakland travels to take on the Siegel Stars. 5.50 airtime for both games with a 6 o'clock first pitch. This weekend, the Blue Raiders will host Louisiana Tech Friday night, 5.45. Saturday, doubleheader beginning at 12.45. Sunday, 12.45 as well. The Raiders hosting Louisiana Tech. And the Braves also in Florida to take on Toronto this weekend as well. You catch the Braves, you catch the Blue Raiders, and you catch local high school softball and baseball on WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by Ben Dodson, former Seagull Boys basketball coach. Uh, ben, obviously a long road to recovery. Um, from your injuries and the surgeries that you had to go through uh, uh, at Vanderbilt, but uh, you're back at Seagull High School now. Uh, yes, sir, and I've I've been blessed with a you know Seagull's been known for athletics and, and but we've had great administration since the day it opened, and I've been blessed with great principals and, and like I said administration, but. Mr. Creasy's been very fortunate to let me come back and uh, 
you know, Zoom teaching. Of course, we're doing a lot of intercourse testing and stuff like that. So I'm I'm blessed just to be back, and I'm blessed to, uh, you know, I got to take more breaks than normal. Uh, I, I'm good for about physically and mentally about 25 to 35 minutes at a time where you know all the thing I really broke during the, during the wreck was my head that's the hardest thing you know us doctors have been known for being hardheads <laughs> um, but that was the only thing you know they cut me from ear to ear pulled my face down I, I sounds bad but it is uh, but if you were to walk by me right now I don't think physically you'd be able to tell that I was in a wreck. My hair's grown back over the scribe. I mean, they pulled my face down. I've got so many plates in my head. Uh, I got a lot of stuff going on up there. But being back has been a great therapy for me just to be around people, different people, being around the students. Uh, everyone else come up to me that either had my class or know me or know the story. Just want to hear it and yeah. see me. It's just overwhelming. How long did it take you to go through your emails and your text messages? Still going through them. <laughs> uh, like, let's see, this happened June 19th. I got my phone like at the 1st of September. Uh, and I think I had 330 tags, something like that number. So it took me at least on text immediately a good three or four days straight. Because I mean, I couldn't do much between rest, physical therapy, occupational therapy, you know, air, mental therapy. I, I mean, it was, because I left Vanderbilt with the trust point. And if anybody ever has to go there, I, I would highly recommend Trust Point. They were good to me. Uh, and to add on a little bit more of my trauma, my oldest brother, Guy, the local attorney here, excuse me, and he had brain cancer. And he passed while I was in a coma. And when I went into Trust Point, my sister told me, pulled me aside, and I, in about 12 seconds, like, hey, guy, Junior died. We'll talk about it later. But she didn't want somebody at Trust Point, because guy was in there, to, you know, to tell me what poor, poor family did. Yes, say, say they were sorry about your brother or something like that, and you not know. Yeah, like, which one? <laughs> yeah. What did he do, you know? And so it, it was just, and I wouldn't have made it at Vanderbilt, I don't think, if one, if I knew my daughter was hurt, or two, that my oldest brother God passed. I mean, he was, we looked up to him since day one. Yeah. I don't think, growing up, I never saw a guy in a cast or a Band-Aid or, you know, anything. So, you know, to, see, to know that this had happened to him, I was just, you know, it, 
I still ain't got over it. The funeral home film, I haven't watched it yet. I, I just can't right now. Well, it's certainly understandable. How how difficult was the, the rehab? I mean, uh, they got to push you. You know, how difficult was that? Well, I, I kind of joke about it, but if myself was one of my players, back then I would have cut myself. I would have kicked myself off the team. Because when I first started, I kind of felt sorry for myself. You know, why me, God? Why? Why now? And then the coaching part of me is like, suck it up, let's get after it. Because I always push my players to be better, fight through injuries too. Yeah, well, I, I was going to ask you that. You know, when when you get to the, you know, you get to that point that you don't want to do, you know, what they're wanting you to do, and you're wanting to kind of throw the towel in. The the coaching you've got to come out because uh, that's what you preach to your kids every year. Face adversity head on, you know, all the old coaching axioms, but you had to kind of follow your own advice eventually, didn't you? Well, I was my biggest credit, but I had to. And I, I just read the text from former players, excuse me, from the former players. And family's what really pushed me. We had a lot of friends that were just some of the players that all of them reached out. I mean, that meant more to me. You just find out a lot about people when, when you're going through that um, ad- adversity. Who's got your back? Um, Mr. Creasy, the principal here at Seagull, I was, you know, very surprised how many texts I got from him. How you doing? I figured, okay, that's it. But he, 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 would, he would text me a lot. But pushing myself, my walker was a good motivation. The wheelchair, even better wheel, uh, motivation. I mean, I had to relearn how to walk. Oh, use the bathroom. Things that that we take for granted. You know, like in the middle of the night, I'd have catheters, I'd have diapers on, but if I needed that change, I'd have to push a button. If I wanted a glass of water, I'd push a button to get a nurse to come help me. So the fact that I got to push myself to get more independent you know, I was way ahead of it once I got going just because I wanted to walk again. I wanted to see people other than the nurses and the tech guys and girls. Yeah. You know, because they were, um, in COVID, you could only have immediate family in there visiting you one at a time. So it, it was rough. I mean, but knowing that I was, you know, coaching. I coached myself like I would my players. And I was old school. I was very hard on a lot of those guys. But I just try to push them to be better. And, you know, you, you've been overwhelmed, obviously, if you alluded to about the number of players uh, that, it, that have reached out to you. But when you play a team sport, you're – 
not just a family for four years, uh, you're essentially a family for life. Well, for me, and it's as you get older, you're coaching your goals get different, you do things different, um, especially through this wreck. I don't take anything for granted, probably like I did today, but to me, I would rather get an invitation to graduation from college than I probably would want to win a state tournament. And, you know, everybody wants to win the state, but to me, to see the guys win in life, to go to school, graduate from college, start a family, that means more to me than any win or loss or any state tournament or any district, anything. That just that means you succeeded with their family to help push these kids that you meant something to them in, in life. The um well and you know, one one player comes to mind I know that you follow and you gotta be really excited for is uh Carrie Hammonds, Junior played for you and then of course went over had a good career at mtsu and you know would probably still be making money uh, overseas you know had it not been for injuries but uh, you know got his masters and now he's the head uh, boys coach at pca and has has made tremendous strides uh, for them so i know that's one in particular you got to be really proud of well you know of course it's easy to keep up with carrie being local um, I kept up with Gary, you know, from day one with his dad being in middle. I was a manager, student coach, whatever you want to call him, uh, when his dad played. I remember when Gary was, you know, we called it, I call him little Gary, but I remember when he was born. I remember him growing up. Uh, so to see Gary from diapers to where he's at, it, it's phenomenal. And, him being married, starting a family, and doing the things that he's doing is just amazing. Again, it's the life things that he's learning over there. That he's instilling that some of the things he learned from me, a lot of things he learned from his mom and dad, some of the things he learned from Kermit that he's putting into his players to teach them the game of life. I tell my kids all the time, I've been fortunate here at Siegel. We've had five McDonald nominees, four guys to go play professional. Now, one of them was Montori Hughes, played pro football. I tell guys, you know, that came through, you're not going to be a pro player. How about be a pro lifer? And what I mean by that, succeed in life. Be on time. Be early, get a job, provide, start a family. Do the things that, you know, that, that's going to make you successful. We're joined today by Ben Dotson, the former uh, boys basketball coach at Siegel High School. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report.
it's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. As of last check, it was still a bit slow over there on 840 Westbound and Jefferson Pike. Traffic's been busy over there for the last 45 minutes or so. Traffic's still heavy on 24 coming in from Davidson County out through Rutherford County. Ripley's Aquarium, Sleep of the Sharks coming up on June 12. Check it out, Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck, your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. You think we're way out there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Ryan, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup and score. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue and the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play by play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody. What a day for the Blue Raider men's golf team. They needed a strong round to put them back into the mix for a top-four spot in the Conference USA Championship and delivered exactly that and then some in the second round of stroke play earlier today. If you remember yesterday afternoon, I told you how the Raiders tailed off at the end of the first round and were in 10th place, but Middle Tennessee today posted a round of 13 under par 275, which is the lowest round ever recorded in a Conference USA Championship history to move from 10th all the way to the top of the leaderboard by the end of the day. The Blue Raiders are now three strokes clear of the current cut line to make match play semifinals with 18 holes of stroke play still to play on Wednesday. The true freshman 
uh, it was a day for the program, Mark McIntyre explained. He said he's really proud of his guys, how they responded and put them back in contention to hopefully advance to match play. It was The round was highlighted by true freshman Kevin Jeggers with a 65, which ranks as the third best round in Blue Raider history and also in Conference USA Championship history. It matches the Middle Tennessee freshman record that was originally set by classmate Owen Stamper on March 2nd at the Southern Invitational and vaulted Jeggers into a tie for seventh in the championship at three under par 141. Stamper was nearly as impressed Impressive in round two at the Texarkana Country Club, using a tournament best eight birdies to card a five under par 67 and move into a share of 11th place at two under par 142. Senior Tanner Owens continues to lead the bunch with a highly impressive week following up a two under 70 on Monday with a three under par 69 on Tuesday to sit tied for third at five under par and his two strikes strokes off the pace set by Old Dominion's Gustav Franson at seven under. Connor McKay is a bit up and down today but helped spark Middle Tennessee's hottest streak of the day with an eagle on the par 5-16th on the way to a round of two over par 74 and Michael Bernard improved from round one as well but still hasn't performed at his best as he turned in a four over par 76 on Tuesday round three of stroke play will be tomorrow all right, let's turn to Blue Raiders softball. Middle Tennessee faces its final midweek matchup and last road test of the 2021 regular season on Wednesday when the Blue Raiders travel up I-24 to take on Austin P, one of the Ohio Valley Conference's toughest teams. Middle goes into the matchup with a record of 23-20 and 20 overall, 9-7 and seven in Conference USA play, while Austin P is 23-12 and 12 overall, 18 and 10 in the Ohio Valley Conference. All right, let's relive the moment over the weekend for the men's tennis team. It might have taken two years, but the Blue Raiders are back to back Conference USA champions. With last season canceled in March, everybody, including two seniors who for their fifth year, came back for just one reason, and that was to defend the 2019 Conference USA title. And the Blue Raiders did just that on Sunday afternoon, defeating Old Dominion by a score of 4 to one. Now, Middle Tennessee will get ready for the NCAA tournament. They will uh, find out next Monday during the NCAA tennis tournament selection show, and they will know their destination. All right, that's it. Again, great day for the Blue Raider golf team. We'll be keeping track of the third round of stroke play tomorrow. Middle has to finish in the top four in stroke play to make it to the final round, which is match play. That would be on Thursday. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Inside Report. Brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert, and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel, and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back.
Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb & Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of state farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. As I said, this is the last week of the. Uh, regular season of district baseball um last night we had a couple games uh eagleville 19 cornersville 4 central magnet 4 forest 2 cpa 8 fr pca 8 fra 2 and mtcs beat bga 16 to nothing tonight starts the first of three game series laverne at rockville blackman at smyrna oakland at siegel riverdale at stewart's creek also, Central at Forest and BGA at MTCS. Uh, there are two divisions in one division. Riverdale is 12-2. Stewart's Creek is 11-3. Uh, so they'll be fine. And they're playing one another. Uh, schedule makers must have known what was going to happen. Uh, and the winner of that series will be the number one, be a number one seed. Also, Seagull and Oakland. Siegel 11 and 3, Oakland 10 and 4, they also play uh, one another. So, um, should, and again, scheduled for tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday. And then, of course, uh, we'll have, they'll play a game or two next week, and then we'll have the district tournament. All right. Uh, again, today we're joined by Ben Dotson, former uh, boys basketball coach at Siegel High School. Uh, we've talked about his, um, car accident he had back in the summer all the months and months of rehab that he's he's gone through he's back so uh let's kind of look back at the past a little bit man you mentioned you were a uh a manager and a student assistant over at uh mtsu we made a few road trips together back in the day in fact we call each other roomy i can't remember where it was it was maybe louisiana tech when it snowed one time we were down there down there, and I think where uh, the big time where we got snowed was at FEMO. Yeah. Uh, what is it, southeast Missouri. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, under Coach Stewart, Bruce Stewart, former head coach, and God rest his soul, cancer got him. But, I mean, what, what a great time to be a Blue Raider. Yeah, it sure was. There was no doubt about that. Uh 
good times and you know there's ebbs and flows in college programs i know they're trying to uh work their way back up and hopefully uh, the blue raiders will do that you know and then when did you decide that you wanted to be a coach uh, I was in uh, nine years old. Um, Eleanor Haynes or Teasley was our neighbor, and she got she got me on to be a ball boy. I think Ramrod, Coach Simpson, was coaching at that time. So I got to sit under the goals, one game sit on the bench. I just loved it. I loved being around the players, around being the team, and it just kind of worked my way up through the ranks. That way, I guess, kind of like a, a cook starting out at dishwashing and working his way to fries and the grill and head chef. Um, your, your time at Seagull, obviously, y'all went to the state. What, how many times y'all go to the state tournament? Well, I went two with Coach Harris as an assistant, and then I went to four as a head coach. Uh, made it to two final fours and elite eights. It's hard, like you say, it's hard to win that thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's um, <clears throat> you got to be good, but you got to be lucky too. And that was when I was there; they had the old ping pong draw, kind of like in the I don't know what lottery kind of deal. Yeah, and uh, you just always hope that you didn't get a ping pong ball from Memphis, right? <laughs> To play uh, in the first round, you know? Yeah. Is it, you know, you wanted to go and at least win one game. But, you know, after being in it a couple of times, you, you felt you were prepared of the, I don't know, the surroundings. And you could never get used to Murphy Center, the way the goals are set, the way the glass shines in on you. It's just tough. That's a tough place to play. So we would go to camps, you know, in the summer, but it's hard to replicate what you did in June in March. But if you're playing in March, that's a pretty good problem to have. You know, I know everybody wants to win it, but when you get to the state and you get to go out there and play in the – uh, glass house that's an that's an ultimate that's a that's a whale of an accomplishment well i hate it I'm, I'm glad this team made it but i hate it for them that they made it in the COVID year where you couldn't have capacity field yeah you couldn't have your student section behind your goal i mean it it was amazing to look up there and being a manager on that floor to finally getting to walk the sideline, to see the whole town of Murfreesboro coming out and support you. And it was pretty awesome because one year, excuse me, we were in it, and Blackman was. I think we played right after Blackman. So their fans stayed over. I think some of them cheered for us. Some of them probably didn't. But our game before them, uh, I mean, before our game, Blackman's playing to our fans. And some of them were cheering for them, so I'm sure a little word. But I thought that was cool that we had two teams in Murfreesboro, boys, were in it just like Riverdale 
or Blackman in Oakland ran it a couple years. So it's a, it's a, it's a great feeling. It's a, such a great reward for all these kids that start in March with spring ball and go a full year with summer practice, spring practice, uh, preseason workouts. I mean, it's, it's awesome. I just, you know, I don't know how many teams are in DSAA, but we should tell our players, you can't win it unless you're in it. So if you make it, that's just a big accomplishment in itself. Man, when you, you look back, um, of course, you, you know, there's rivals with everybody um, in, in some regard and in different sports, but there was a, there was a stretch there where um, you in Oakland, and y'all got the better of them most of the time, but, man, there were some epic games played. And you had to get there early to get a seat. And it wasn't just um, Seagull and Oakland fans. Of course, they were obviously the majority, but just Murfreesboro in general wanted to go watch those games because both teams were really – talented and as i said i mean there were overtime games shots at the buzzer you name it uh you got a little bit of everything when oakland and siegel played well if some of the older listeners remember when riverdale and oakland played with only two high schools in town especially when the quarter boys were there uh the Hughes guys were over in oakland but or uh yeah you couldn't get in the gym at all. And I just remember our games. I mean, what an atmosphere. I think our player, Siegel, held maybe 5,000, 3,000, you know, whatever it was. It was jammed back. And to be just a part of that, it was amazing. And then throwing a legendary Hall of Fame coach like Randy Keene. I mean, I. As a kid growing up, I don't want to say I played against him. I got to sit on the bench against him when the quarter boys were there. But, uh, yeah, how amazing was that? Uh, and we were blessed to have some pretty good athletes coming through at Siegel. So to get there, knowing that at least I had a seat, pretty good seat, it was, it was just amazing. I remember we played Oakland. I want to say Jamal Hughes and Kerry, which they were rival or play together in eighth grade at the middle school, but were rivals there. I want to say we had a maybe a triple overtime. Yeah. And I went from having a jacket on, taking that off, to having a tie on, taking that off. I mean, I was soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> It was just so hot in there. We had doors open, went air conditioners on, you name it. it just, I mean, it was amazing. And to be a part of that and look back and when you get together with some of the older players, Oakland's the first game they talk about, and then the Blackman games, and then Riverdale. But Oakland's always, for me, growing up, being a Murfreesboro guy, Oakland-Riverdale was always, you know, the rival. And Oakland just—you can't shake Oakland in anywhere. You know, you, you mentioned Ben that you 
had a seat. Now, that doesn't mean that you used it very often in those games. There was a few times that the referee insisted that I use that seat. <laughs> uh, you know, in high school, once you get a technical, you have to sit down for the rest of the game. And If anybody ever saw me, I probably walked 10 miles in a six-foot box. Back, forth, back, forth. Uh, you know, it was, I got a pretty good workout during those games. We're joined- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. <clears throat> Those games, those as I said, those were, those were as a journalist, they were really fun to cover. You know, I didn't have a dog in the hunt, but uh, um, you know, you, you just wanted to see good games. Um, and you know, those guys, they wanted to beat the fire out of each other. They respected each other. They all knew each other. But you don't want to lose to somebody you know well. Well, the. And I used to say this all the time. The good and bad thing about Murfreesboro, especially with the high schools, they could play each other on Friday night, hate each other, and after the game, go hang out with them, or Saturday, see if it's sports call with Patterson, playing with each other. So, scouting reports, you couldn't make something up about this guy to kind of get the players attention more because they knew each other. Yeah. One thing you could do is talk about the X and O's or the play calling, but as players, heck, half of them played middle school together, still play pickup ball together every day or in the summer. So, yeah, they, once they get, once that ball got thrown up, friendship was out of the way. I remember one game, I want to say it was Keith Ramsey's years. Lucas Jones reached out by Oakland player up. Like, Lucas, what are you doing? Only people in our color jerseys. But coach, stop. No. <laughs> Anybody up unless they're wearing a seal shirt. <laughs> We're joined today by Ben Dodson, former Seagull Boys basketball coach. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Get it later from the paper or get it now from the radio. WGNSRadio.com. Weird News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. As of last check, it was still a bit slow over there on 840 Westbound at Jefferson Pike. Traffic's been busy over there for the last 45 minutes or so. Traffic's still heavy on 24 coming in from Davidson County out through Rutherford County. Ripley's Aquarium, Sleep of the Sharks coming up on June 12. Check it out. Ripley's Aquarium of the Smoky. Com. I'm Commander Chuck, your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. You can order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. Hello there, this is Lenny Farmer once again for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Moms and dads, I have something you need to know about your kids. 
they won't bring up the issue of funeral plans because they feel it will make you uncomfortable and consider it your business. Although they might hope you would take care of these sensitive issues on their behalf, they'll leave that up to you. So, what do you say? Can we talk? Call me at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. MTSU Baseball. Uh, last week, the Blue Raiders took this past weekend, took three out of four from UAB, a big series. Huge one this week. They play Louisiana Tech uh, at home. Uh, MTSU is third in their division. And um, tell you something you might not know about Conference USA Baseball. Uh, SEC has seven ranked teams, which is no surprise. Conference USA has four. They are tied with the ACC for second place. Those are La Tech, Southern Miss, Charlotte, and Old Dominion, and then Middle would be right behind them. So Middle's starting to turn things around, but got a huge one this weekend. That'll start uh, Friday night at 6 o'clock. You'll hear it right here on WGNS. Uh, Today we've been joined by Ben Dotson, the former boys basketball coach at uh, Siegel. Um, Siegel, of course, as you mentioned, uh, made the state and – you know, I know you follow those guys. Uh, that was kind of a four, a true four-year journey for those guys. They got a little better every year. Well, and, and that's just a testament to, again, administration hiring a good coach to come in and, you know, basically pick up right where things have been left off. We had a couple bad years towards the end for, for my standards where they were, but, uh, you know, we still won and, same thing here, you know, and uh, Coach Birdwell probably doesn't get the credit he deserves. Um, but, you know, you were talking about those older games, and you guys as journalists, y'all never get the credit that, that, that y'all deserve. And I don't have a dog in the hunt anymore, but I want to say thank you for all those years. To you, to Cecil, to all you got, Tom Crayer. Week in, week out, just being there and doing it for the kids, you know. And, and I want to personally thank you. Y'all did a, I don't know if you can say hell, but y'all did a hell of a job reporting each week. Well, you guys made it a lot of fun. You know, like we said, no dogs in the hunt, but, you know, there's a good product out there. It makes for a good story <laughs> most of the time. So, um, before we let you go, um, I ask everybody that's affiliated with basketball in some regard what they think about the transfer transfer portal in college basketball. Your thoughts on it? 
Oh man, it, it, it's you know obviously ups and downs. If if a kid just doesn't like a coach, they leave, and that, and that starts back in high school, middle school, AAU. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, I've got a good buddy that coaches at Carson Newman. He's got three seniors that are able to come back. He's not going to have a scholarship available because he likes them. They're all coming back. And I hate that for the upcoming seniors. Yeah. Uh, but the portal, I'm not a big fan of it. You know, if a, nowadays, if a kid doesn't like coach, you leave. But if the coach leaves, I think the kid ought to be able to be able to leave because the kid goes to Duke, he signed to play with Coach K. Kid goes to Kentucky, Coach Cal. They're not going to play at for Kentucky. Or they would stay there four years. So I guess I don't like it. Unless there's just a, a bad circumstance. I don't I don't like it. I don't know. Yeah, that, I think it's, it is kind of a case-by-case, case, but it's just getting – so saturated now you wonder what opportunities are out there for senior you know high school seniors that you know may get a shot to you know say go play in the big south but because one of those big south teams may land a a a player out of the transfer portal who's got experience that coach may lean to do that so uh, i don't know well i guess we'll see in a Probably be a two or three, four year window. We'll see how it affects uh, high school kids. Yeah, I mean, we've got a couple here that they got for basketball. It's gotten blessed. They got a scholarship. We got another one that I think he's signing today or tomorrow to go to JUCO. But JUCO kids aren't even leaving now. They get an extra year. Any kids, D one, D two, D three. So it's. It's not good for, you know, the, the whole COVID. And I just hate it for these, these rising seniors. It's not a spot for them. All righty, Ben, it's been a fun hour. Great to catch up with you. Uh, God bless you. And uh, keep keep uh, keep doing what you got to do. I'm still fighting it, rehabbing every day. And I'm just blessed, like I said earlier, that God didn't leave me where he found me and I'm just blessed to have him in my life. It's blessed for people like you doing what you do. All right, Rumi, good to talk to you as always. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Have a blessed day. That's Ben Dodson joining us today. That'll do it for today. Andy Herzer joins me tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.